0: Sabah al-kheer, sabah al-yasmin. You're listening to Chef Fadi Kattan on Radio Al-Hara on our show Sabah al-Yasmin. Today we're going to talk about hummus. Hummus, such a fantastic dish, controversial, problematic. Um, everyone has a recipe. There's a million questions. How much tahina and garlic or no garlic? And I'm very happy to be joined on this show by a very good friend, Anna Hina Kanasek, Felicity Spector, um, who will be joining us a bit later on in the show. I think there's no breakfast in Palestine that doesn't have a hummus plate. Uh, when you talk to somebody about a snack, then very often the snack is hummus and falafel. Um, there's a race between who does the best hummus and where the best hummus is done. Some people in Nablus, in Bethlehem, in Ramallah, in Beit um, in Jericho and in Jerusalem and in Gaza have different versions of the hummus. My hummus story is very simple. The Hosh the the guest house and the restaurant fowda that I run are down the street from who I believe do the best hummus in the world, Eftim. Um, the Eftim family has been doing hummus since 1948. They're Palestinian refugees from Jaffa. Um, in 48, when the state of Israel was created, they were um, thrown out, and they came to Bethlehem and started their hummus business. Since 48, they have the same location where they do the best hummus ever. We all aspire to a hummus that's as close as F team's hummus, um, <clears throat> but I don't think it'll be the same. It's a different version. In what what is the the base of a good hummus? It's the chickpeas and the taniya and of course the olive oil. Um, the chickpeas, I don't believe in doing chickpeas that are canned um, and heating them up, buy dried chickpeas, soak them overnight, and cook them. You'll get a velvety, smooth hummus. And that's the only way you can get a nice, smooth hummus. The tahina, well, I think the Palestinian tahina is the best. Um, Wherever you are, um, you'll find Palestinian tahina. It's a bit harder. Um, some places you don't come across it, but try and get a good quality tahiniya to, to do the, the, the hummus. Now, I was saying it's controversial. Yes, hummus is controversial. Um, we, we all claim the, the origin of hummus. But I think it's one of those dishes that during the Ottoman Empire traveled across the area and is shared and common to a lot of the Levant. Um, with particularities, with particularities that are not only country-based, but then also city-based, family-based. Everyone has a different version. I do my hummus without garlic. A lot of people like the hummus and garlic. Um, So it's really a very personal touch to hummus, but there's two things with hummus that are sacred. For me... I don't want to hear about uh, something being called hummus that is not hummus. Um, In Arabic, the word hummus means chickpeas. It doesn't mean that consistency of mixing a pulse or mixing vegetable with tahiniya. So, please, no pumpkin hummus, no beetroot hummus if it doesn't have chickpeas. Um... Those things are called mtabbal. mutabbal. Mutabbal, uh, tatbila in Arabic, means the mix of spices that is added on to a dish. Um, we call mutabbal the aubergine, um, the cream, uh, which is done with tahniya and spices. So please, if you're doing anything with, with anything that is not chickpeas, call it mutabbal. Don't call it hummus. Hummus is sacred. We in Palestine love our hummus, and let's hear what Felicity has to say about hummus. Good morning, Felicity. It's great to have you with us. Um, It's been a long time since you came to Palestine, a few years, and it was a great experience when you and and Chef Tom Hunt were were here with us. Um, Let's start by knowing, when during your first trip to Palestine, What was particular about Palestinian hummus and tahina?
1: The one thing I noticed about the hummus and the tahina in Palestine was it was incredibly smooth, really beautiful flavor, nothing bitter about it at all. And the hummus was uh, served in really generous ways. We went to a lovely falafel and hummus place in Bethlehem, big table, lots of breads piled up bowls of hummus and falafel on the side with lovely salads it was just the perfect lunch um and the the hummus really remained in my mind as one of the the most velvety and sort of smooth flavors that, that I've ever had
0: exactly that that place we went to for lunch was, was afteem which i mentioned earlier in the show um they do this fantastic velvety soft smooth hummus Felicity, um, I know you you love tahina, and we've we've talked a lot about tahina um, over the years. What was your favorite Palestinian tahina, or what marked you with Palestinian tahina?
1: It's actually quite hard to find Palestinian brands of tahina here. Um, and when I was there, I, I, I was told that the best ones come from Nablus, um, and certainly we we visited a, a tahini factory at one. Time during my visit and the different levels of tahini that they produce there with the the stones grinding the seeds was was quite a, a a revelation to me.
0: Now the big question: hummus with or without garlic, Felicity? I know you're you're allergic to chili, but how about garlic in the hummus or not?
1: I think I'm always a garlic fan, um, I don't eat chilli, I'm allergic to it, so I get lots of flavour from other things instead, and for me, the combination of the lemon and the garlic and the flavour of the, the nutty tahini uh, in the hummus is, is just a perfect combination, it stops it from being overwhelmingly rich and it gives it that very deep depth of flavour that you're looking for.
0: So garlic in the hummus. We... The... Felicity, the the last question on on Palestine, and really thank you for joining us this morning. Um, What was your favorite Palestinian dish?
1: Gosh, it's really hard to say what my favourite dish was because there was just amazing food that we had almost every day there. Um, One of my favourite things was a frika dish which you made for me with the the tahini and beetroot and lots of herbs, which was absolutely stunning, a bit like a a risotto, but way nicer. Um, I also had a lovely roasted cauliflower dish with a quite a loose tahini sauce which was um really really amazing um and then of course there was that incredible fukhara that you made with tom hunt and uh in that big wood-fired oven uh with all those vegetables inside a clay pot never seen anything like it um and i'll remember that forever
0: thank you that's very kind of you actually yes our friend tom hunt just came out with his book and Um, I think it started yesterday uh, being distributed in in the UK. Um, We really had a great time doing this Fukhara and this vegetarian Fukhara together. Um, Thank you. And I'm happy you enjoyed the Frika also. Have a great day and and stay safe, Felicity, um, and everybody else. So thank you Felicity for having joined us from London. Um now we're going to give you the hummus recipe. Um and it's sadly without garlic. <laughs> um so for the ones who want to note down um take a pen and a paper or if not I'm publishing the the um uh the episodes on a podcast um where you can listen to them again and uh, be able to, to note down the ingredients or the method. Um, so for the, for the hummus, uh, we need 400 grams of dried chickpeas, um, two tablespoons of olive oil, half a teaspoon of ground cumin, half a teaspoon of salt, um, the juice of one, one and a half lemons, um, and uh Ah, a spoon of bicarbonate of soda. So in the evening, you soak the dried chickpeas in in water um, overnight. Next morning, you change the water, put some salt and some bicarbonate soda, and you cook the chickpeas for an hour, more or less, until they're, they're fluffy and soft, but not totally mushy. Once they're cooked, you take them off the, the, the stove, um, take the chickpeas out of the, um, of the pot and rinse them with cold water, but reserve the cooking water. Um, the, in, a, in a bowl, you, you place the tchina, the olive oil, the lemon juice, Um, the cumin, and the chickpeas themselves, and you start blending with a hand blender, slowly you add a bit of the cooking water until you get that velvety texture um, Felicity was talking about. It's it's an easy recipe. It can be done, and in those days of, of lockdown and curfew, you can actually soak more chickpeas and reserve them in the fridge in in some water um, and do fresh hummus every morning for breakfast. The nice loaf of taboon bread uh, out of your oven. Sabah al khair and enjoy your hummus.